Welcome to the Soul Purpose Driven Podcast, where we talk to, for, and about the rise of soul-aligned entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Caitlin Anne-Marie, and I believe that we each have a purpose on this planet. When you turn your soul's purpose into a successful business, you become the change you wish to see in the world. If you're ready to activate your next level of entrepreneurship, then subscribe and tune in for tips, tricks, and high vibe conversations that will amplify your magic. In today's podcast, things might get a little bit weird. (laughs) So strap your seatbelt on and let's rock and roll. I recently landed in Golden, Colorado after 12 days of driving across the country in a van build out. And I have gotten so many questions on this that I was like, okay, there needs to just be a podcast on it. And um, y'all are so, so curious. I've gotten a lot of questions like, who's the guy that you're traveling with? And (laughs) where are you stopping? And are you going to stop at my house and have some tea with me? It's it's still pandemic, so I didn't get to stop at anybody's house besides my dear friend Ashley Dufresne, um, who I'm staying with. But I wanted to share some of these experiences and the really big aha moments. And um, for many of you, this kind of trip is also a dream. I've actually had a lot of people reach out and say, "Wow, you know, I've always wanted to do that. Like, how did you do it? What are some of the things that you learned?" Um, so I'm going to be sharing a bit of that and just a bit of the personal journey. So, um, I had been dreaming about traveling across the country in a van build out for many, many moons. And my dear friend, Derek had purchased a van on New Year's Eve, actually. So right before the year began, he purchased a van and he began building it out. And he um he really did an amazing job on this van. I mean, when you get the tour of it, maybe I'll <laughs> maybe I'll have to like uh post a video of it when this podcast is released. But um when you see this van, I mean it's it's truly incredible just the way that he found organize like ways to organize things in different compartments. Like the bed itself is basically on this futon pivot. So you can sit upright and face inward to the van or sit upright and face outward to the van, or you can have the bed flat and you can go to sleep on it. And underneath that is a sort of like secret cubby. That's like the dresser. And so that's where we like kept our clothes and things like that. And, um, you know, I had been building my business for a long time. And part of the intention was to have more freedom. Um, And freedom to me means a lot of different things. It means mental, emotional, physical, and financial and geographical. And so this trip, you know, I, I actually was not planning on going with him and, um, the week before I just was like, you know what, I've dreamt of this and we're such great friends and we know how to like interact with one another and we really look out for one another. And, um, you know, I I think we can handle being in, in close proximity for two weeks. So I finally was like, what the heck I got nothing to lose and built this business so that it 
can pick up and go. So that's what I did. Week before I went online and I started ordering like, you know, more like camping type stuff. Um, there's a sink in the van and plumbing. So the sink works and everything. But for cooking, we used a lot of like camping gear. And so I purchased a few things like that. Um, and then got on the road and there were so many things that went wrong. There were so many things that went quote unquote wrong within the first couple of days. And, um, one of those was a part to the van was not delivered. It got lost in transit and it wound up in New Jersey. So we went from Long Island, we went to upstate New York and did a bit of um, exploring there and wound up, um, you know, being with my family and we went on the boat and stuff like that. So it was like, we had the opportunity to get our feet wet a little bit. And then from there, we drove from upstate New York down to New Jersey, picked up the part for the van and putting this piece together took so many hours in such hot heat. And, um, you know, we learned, we learned our limits that day. I think we both were pushed to a different limit and had to really focus on communicating to one another and, and honoring one another and, and looking out for one another, right? We really had to become a team. And, um, so it was really incredible to witness how we were able to do that. And from there, we were finally able to really get on the road. So we, we drove a bit, we found, um, a little river, totally secluded off the grid. And I think we were in Pennsylvania at that point, went from Pennsylvania to Ohio down to Kentucky. And then we went Illinois, Indiana, Missouri, Kansas, Colorado. And, you know, there were just so many things that came about for us. One, it was interesting to see, for the most part, we really didn't need to go near civilization. The van was largely sustainable on its own. We had, you know, we made kitchery and like we had rice and stuff like that. So we didn't really need too much. Um, you know, but even just driving through and stopping to get gas, like you could see how different places were affected by the pandemic and um some places were really strict and some places were you didn't see anybody wearing a mask. Uh, shout out to Kansas. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think the biggest piece of the whole trip for me was actually the last night before we got to Golden. So this whole trip, again, I had been visioning van life being a part of my my life and my journey for so many years it had been something I was manifesting in numerous ways you know I I had been saving pictures of vans and putting it on a dream board or vision board and I had been you know just feeling out different places around the U.S. that I'd love to travel to and when 2020 came I did not think that any of this was going to come true by any means um I thought there goes traveling for the rest of the year. That's not going to happen. It just doesn't make sense to do it. And, uh, you know, it really took me by surprise. But 
this was a pure manifestation. And so here's where we all get to take action steps. When it comes to manifesting, it's about being specific and being open at the same time. It's about knowing what you want and not attaching to it. And they seem like mm, two things that can't live in the same space, but there is an equilibrium that you can find. There is, there is a center point of all of this. And then of course there is trusting the universe and simultaneously taking action and commanding the universe. And so, you know, if you know me and you know my work, you know that I'm fully virtual, but if you've listened to past podcasts, you may remember before this, I was doing work in person, even my marketing business, I would go to the, uh, the businesses, the restaurants or whatever I was doing marketing for, I'd be there in person. And I had finally just listened to the call and said, you know what, I really want geographical freedom. And I feel that financial freedom and geographical freedom are both in the online space for me. And so I went fully into my business and dropped everything that was in person. I've held retreats and a few events since really going all in on, on my coaching business. But that in and of itself, you know, there wasn't totally a rhyme or reason with it. It was simply knowing that on the other side of that was going to be something amazing and and trusting that in order to get what I had been hoping for, what I had been dreaming of, you know, traveling and living around the world, obviously it's a bit more technical when there's a pandemic, but knowing that for many, many years, like if that was going to come true, I needed to have geographical freedom and financial freedom. So listening to the call and bringing everything online was a huge piece of this. And it took a lot of action and bravery and um, learning and messing up and fixing and doing it right and doing it wrong. And in order to get to where I have been dreaming of going. And so the decision to get in the van a week beforehand would not have been possible if I had been working at a job that I was tied to physically and geographically. So for years, this was in the making. And part of me knew it and part of me didn't. So when we get to the last night of our travels and we're in Kansas, Kansas is beautiful. It's so beautiful. We wound up finding this gorgeous little lake and you know, there's some trees around it, lots of dirt roads and some locals and different spots around the lake. And we found our own little secluded spot and we parked the van and we got out and we were just like, oh my gosh, we need to go in the water. And we jumped in and the sun starts to set and the sky, the sky was so incredible. It was this like hot pink. It was like nothing I'd ever seen before. And then suddenly these storm clouds start to come in and I had this painful realization that we were in Kansas and there are tornadoes and there's, you can't control mama nature. And so it must've been about an hour where the storm kept doing this dance and it truly looked like heaven and hell fighting, like God and the devil fighting or, you know, 
it was just so crazy and lightning was going over and over and it was the largest lightning I've ever seen. It just went completely across the sky and the storm came in so fast and the wind started to pick up and the animals and the insects all started to make these wild, wild noises. And I could feel the fear within me rise up. I could feel the fear of the unknown rise up. And I remember shortly before the storm rolled up, saying to the friend that I've been traveling with, you know, I'd really love to set an intention. You know, it's our last night. We will be in Denver tomorrow and be settling into Golden, which is where I've been wanting to move and live for a long time. And he said, what if you don't set an intention and you just let it show itself to you? And so I didn't. And the storm comes in and it just was the absolute perfect metaphor for how you don't know what's coming. You don't know. And as this fear started to rise up in me, I could feel my mind taking over and, you know, fear got in the driver's seat and started saying, you have no control. If there's a tornado coming, you have nowhere to really take cover. You have a van. That's it. If lightning strikes and tree falls, like you don't even know where you are. You're pretty much off the grid. And all this fear just started building and building and building. And the lightning is shooting across the sky and the wind is picking up and the water is going wild. It went from completely still to like these waves started to come into the, the lake. and. After an hour, we could hear the other side of the lake, some people over there start cheering because the rain started to come on their side of the lake. And then they cheered again because the lake, the rain stopped. And then the storm just blew past. They went from this crazy fear of, oh my gosh, if this storm gets really bad and a tornado comes, what happens to us? We're impermanent. On this planet, we only truly have this moment. And then the realization of, wow, I thought I knew what I could expect. I thought I knew. I really thought I was in control. I thought I was in the driver's seat. But the universe has a lot of plans for us. And I had thought, I'll set an intention. I'll ground into something. And soon after, everything was wiped from underneath me. The wind started to pick up. The animals started to pick up. All these things. And an hour later, everything quieted. And after the storm passed, the sun had set from this hot, hot pink down into a purple. And then the clouds started to clear and the stars came out. And I've been a lot of places on this planet and I've never seen as many stars as I had. And we saw the Milky Way clear as day. You could see it. Pun intended. It was night. Clear as day. You could see the nighttime sky. <laughs> and it was awe-inspiring. Truly brought me to tears to witness nature in its complexities and simplicities. And absolute gratitude. And I was completely humbled to think, oh, I thought I knew. 
I thought I knew what this trip would be. I thought I knew that I was in control. I thought I was commanding everything. But I stepped back, and the moment I stepped back and surrendered, it gifted me something that I could have never even imagined existed before. So that was the last day of the trip. And the next day, things got a little bit more weird. We're driving from Kansas to Colorado, and my friend was driving his van, and this is somebody who has never run out of gas. He's always got everything put together and we're good to go and we're about 20 minutes outside of Denver and we run out of gas on the highway we pull off and he has a dirt bike that he can ride on the highway so street certified he's like okay I'll go to the closest gas station and I'll fill up are you okay if you're here do you want to come with me and as we're deciding this not even two minutes after pulling off the side of the highway a van pulls up in front of us with their hazards on and it's like a cosmic detail decal on it. And the name is a spirits mechanic, a spirits mechanic. And we had seen this van, we had driven past them. And it turns out that it's a man and a wife who have been living in their van and they decided that they would just help people who were broken down on the side of the highway free of charge and just do it by donation. And what's even crazier is that they had a generator attached to the van and the generator blew and so he needed to have it checked out. And in order to have the generator checked out, they needed to empty the gas that was inside of it. So here we are on the side of the highway, a van that broke down, surprisingly, with no gas in it, which is something that has never really happened before to either of us and a van that pulls over of altruistic nature spirits mechanic who needs to get rid of some gas and we exchanged and we spoke and it turns out that we actually had been almost driving alongside each other from new york to colorado over the last two weeks they had actually adopted a husky from Dexter, New York, and driven from there through all the same states that we had, just to land on the side of the highway right outside of Denver and exchange gas when one needed to get rid and one needed to gain. Again, what we think is meant to happen and what we try to force and control is not half as good and amazing as what is trying to make its way to us. So this is that balance, my friends, of manifesting and allowing space for you to command and get specific and get clear on what it is that you're manifesting, but simultaneously not attaching and allowing yourself to surrender and be present for the magic that is in each and every moment. If you don't believe in miracles or magic, and go outside, go for a spontaneous trip, go to a place you've never been before, and don't make any plans. Just allow yourself to be.
If you loved this episode or if you have questions about the van life, feel free to find me on Instagram and send me a DM. I'd love to chat. I'd love to hear your reflections. And um, as always, be well. Take care. See you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead, like, subscribe, or share somewhere that soul purpose-driven people can find it. I believe that as soul-aligned leaders, we have the power to change the world, and we do this together. So I'm grateful to have you as a supporter, as a listener. And until next time, be well, soul family. Talk to you soon.